Play football. Play to the rules. Play to the referee. Cross your fingers and hope you get a slight look. And may the best team win. Good afternoon, good morning, fellow Reds all around the world, wherever you are. Maybe it's even night is your place. Um, thanks for turning in. It's the fourth pod in our fourth piece uh, about the uh, about the squad, about the, uh, the different lines uh, that we have in the squad. Uh, we've, we started with the defenders uh, because that day we signed Konate. Um, then we talked about goalkeepers and uh, midfielders. Um, and now we're doing the closing bit in the business end, and that's always the upfront. Uh, uh, the attackers, uh, I hope you like them. Um, we we plan to do them every season. It doesn't always work out, but uh, I, I definitely hope you liked it. Um, a transfer pod wouldn't be uh, a transfer pod if you don't do any transfers. So uh, we've um, swapped out uh, Glenn Thomas. Thanks for joining the other two, um, and we got back in. Uh, Another Thomas. It's Thomas. Good evening, mate. Hi, man. How's it going? Uh, all good, all good. Um, but uh, as we all know, and as Klopp also liked, you, know, you got to have a, a sturdy backbone. And, well, these two gentlemen certainly do, uh, being weight challenged and everything. It's Fat Drew and it's Sai. Welcome, guys. Fucking bald bastard. <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot of recording it's a lot of chatting um, I think Drew forgot to take his mute off or he just doesn't respond um, no, I, was, I was ignoring that one oh, fair enough fair yeah. enough um, alright guys let's uh, uh, let's get cracking um, up front I don't think we scored this season I don't think we scored as much as we did the other seasons Um there's reasons to plenty, uh, but I do want to talk about uh, a couple of the fellas up front. Um, let's start with oh, perhaps the best we've ever had, Drew. How good is Mo Salah? Um, oh, it's not bad, eh? It's quite quite reasonable. For a one-season wonder. He's <laughs> so underrated, it's ridiculous. So in... It's not real words that you can use to describe him because none of them are good enough. Um, he's really, really, you know, world-class, Ballon d'Or level. Um, you know, I think he's just he's just been fantastic, and without him, we'd probably be mid-table this season. You know, at least we had a goal scorer when when we struggled. So, yeah, it's been fantastic since he joined. Yeah. Um, Sai, we all know uh, about how much you love Mane, but is there a special place in your heart for uh, Mo Salah? You know, I, I, I think there should be. <laughs> but for some reason, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel the same way about him as I do about Sadio Mane, for example. And yet, Sadio, you, you would... You would Definitely have an argument there, and as, as you said, that for Mo Salah to have been amongst the very best that we've ever had, and I think I think that's the problem, isn't it? You know, with the, a lot of people who are Liverpool fans anyway, 
is that I don't think they've taken to him in the, in, in the way they probably should have. I haven't taken to him in the, in the way I probably should have. I don't appreciate what he's done, which is when you take a better, you know, look at the best statistics, it's absolutely incredible. It really is. And I'm, I just think sometimes, how, how has he managed to score that, 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 those amount of goals? You know, I, I think back in the plays that we've had over the years, um, you know, back into Ian Rush, what a wonderful goal scorer he was. Robbie Fowler, Michael Owen, um, Dirty Judas Wankstein, uh, who left us for Chelsea for 50 million, uh, Luis Suarez. Um, so, and, and yet he's probably and arguably as good as Ian Rush, yet I still don't think of him in the, with the same affection. It, it's quite bizarre, and I can't put my finger on why. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it's, I, I really should do. I need, I need to go away and have a word with myself, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you do. Um, if anyone out there is for some reason suddenly More than thinking one word. it's it's because he's Muslim or whatever, no, it's not. Um, that is fucking bullshit. I know Cy for a long while now. Nobody is more inclusive than Mr. Cy Dixon, and you can take my word for that. So it's it's not that. Um, it just he isn't as much in love with Mo Salah as he is with Sadio Mane. That happens. Um, I just wanted to 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 to, to say that. There's, there's always nonsense out there who, who think weird things, uh, Sai. So I had to say that. Fair enough. <laughs> so I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel I needed that to justify it, but okay. No, no, no. You, you don't, because it didn't even cross your fucking mind. Um, <laughs> Tom, um, ha, is there a special place in your heart for, for, for Mo? Do you rate him as one of the best we ever had? Would you have a tattoo of him on your back? I think Salah is one of the best I've seen personally play for Liverpool, and I don't think he gets enough credit as he deserves. I think um, people forget that he scored 40 goals in his first season first, but it seems to be that everyone's obsessed with Torres' first season and Suarez' first season. I think Salah had a bigger impact because he came into, in my opinion, a better team and excelled. And we all know this season between injuries, Barbie and crap, refs, the schedule list, it just killed our players. The team wasn't playing well. We had centre-back issues and Salah still uh, was able to score 30 goals this season. I just think he's world-class. Um, I do like Manny a lot as well. I do like Bobby a lot. Um, but I think at all costs, I have to keep Salah. He's one of the best I've ever seen. Just excelled on... I'm delighted for him as well because he got so much shit when he joined the club as being a Chelsea reject and a Premiership reject and he could only make it in Italy and Basel. I just think he's amazing. So yeah, he's he's up there in my top five players ever for Liverpool. Like definitely one of the best in the world for me and one of the best strikers in the world. Yeah, it's 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 the level of consistency is astounding. It's freakishly good. Um, uh, Drew, we, just, we joked about we joked about the the one season one the thing. Um, mm. The thing is, I will. My take on it is that we appreciate a 25-30 goal season a bit less because he had a 50 goal season, and that's what we judge him against. Which is maybe why Sai doesn't like him as much because maybe if if it was the other way around, he started with 30 and then he moved up to 40 and then he had 50, it might may have might have felt different I, I, I don't know because well yeah. we're stuck with a, with a fellow who puts in 30 a season and started with 50 so um, let, let, I, let me clarify that, you know, I do I do really like the blow I really really do 
I just don't have a. I, mean, I, I suppose maybe I'm getting old. Maybe, maybe that maybe maybe that's it. You know, I remember Ian Rush from the 80s. It was hero worship. Same with Robbie Fowler. Um, you know, he, even into my twenties when DJW arrived under Rafa Benitez, he he was you know a, an absolute idol to me, which is why I can't say his name since he left. You know, and and I think maybe I was when when Salah joined, I was you know 36. 37 and maybe I was just getting a little bit beyond the whole hero worship for, for, for people who are younger than me uh, more successful and better looking I suppose yeah well he ticks all those boxes yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it could be it we always have talks about um, uh, uh, Drew we always have talks about um, you know freshing up things and uh, sign Mbappe and when we say sign Mbappe, we always say, well, if you replace one of the front three, it's Salah. And that's, it. it's the weirdest thing. But in, uh, in, in another way, it makes a lot of sense. But it's always, for me at least, if you replace one, I do most Salah. But only if that means we get in Mbappe. Why though? I, I would get it. Because one is twenty nine and he's getting it's 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 an economy thing. <laughs> That's the only reason I got yeah, for you. Mbappe, Mbappe has ten years for us. Well, Salah has three or four. I, th- I think, but I think I think aren't we going to be putting a new contract into Salah? And I'm I'm fairly sure that that that, that that's the case. And I hope I'd so. say he's 29 years old. He's got still got three years at the top, maybe even four, because he looks after himself. He's a fit boy. He doesn't put any shit into his body. He works hard. He could easily play because um, he's got a natural instinct for the game and, and, and being in the right place at the right time. He could easily play for another three, four, five years. And I think you'd Absolutely. probably still get 30, 40, 50 million for him when he's 33 years old, a la Ronaldo when he left Real Madrid to go to Juve. Yeah. Yeah, provided we win two or three big titles in that period. Yeah, which which is possible, which is possible. It's also possible that we don't. I would I would say uh, of the front three, he's the most important to keep. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm. He's the most important to keep. Through through gritted teeth and from a purely dispassionate point of view, I would say agree with you. But if anybody says that Sergio Mane's smile doesn't give you chills and make you the feels, (laughs) I will kill you. <laughs> we'll get to Sadio in a bit. It, 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 <laughs> it, his smile His smile ranks up there with Joel Matip's memes. <laughs> I think if Bobby could bank maybe fifty or sixty million, there wouldn't be the argument about money and Salah or money and Salah. So that's probably the main problem. So there's always going to be fights between the other two. Who do you keep? Who do you get rid of? You know, and yeah, still twenty nine. I'm, I'm happy to keep both. Um, as I as Drew, we hail from uh, from a period where uh, top players um, never stayed that long with us. Um, Sai <laughs> talked about uh, uh, Torres. He talks. You know, we talk about Suarez. I, I've, I've never said that name. No, no, no. You met, you, you mentioned him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lord Voldemort. You mentioned you mentioned he who shall not be named. named yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, though, um, we're so used to them staying two or three seasons and then leaving. Sabi did 
didn't stay long. Mascherano didn't stay long. Torres didn't stay long. And they all had valid or less valid reasons to leave. Suarez didn't stay long. We always hail him. And I don't know why, because the, from from within 12 months of him arriving at the club, he was looking at ways to get out. I don't know why. He gets so much yeah. more credit than Luis Suarez, than uh, Mo Salah. Who's been with us now for four seasons. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to go to Arsenal. He threw a tantrum. He was banned from from training with the group for two weeks. Uh, During that period, um, he had linked to Arsenal that that was a a, a release clause. Um, What are they smoking over there? Um, And then he, 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 you know, uh, he bit two or three or five people. I don't know. Maybe he did in the training as well. We'll never know. And uh, to get his, his his move to uh, to Barcelona, there's absolutely no loyalty in in that fella. So why he's hailed so much more uh, than than Mo, who's now going into his fifth season uh, uh-huh. on his on his on his improved deal and perhaps signing a, a uh-huh. third deal. He absolutely loves the club. He loves the fact that he's loved by by everyone, and still he isn't. He hasn't reached that mythical proportions. He isn't a myth. And maybe it's that's, think, maybe that's the thing. Maybe he isn't the myth, but he's uh, the real deal. I think I think if I were going to add to that, I mean, if you think about that Suarez season, he made Anfield bounce. You know, it was sort of a bit of an outlier that season. Uh, you know, we weren't great coming into it, and we just had a fantastic second half of it. Of the season and you know one um, one games and then we just then we just then he just made Anfield bounce um, so it sort of created this different atmosphere. But, but also uh, with Luis Suarez, you do a lot of it single-handedly. Yeah. You know, and, and and certainly in the first half of that season he was with with Mo fabulous season that that first one was it, you know you got Sadio Mane who'd done it the season before literally on his own well, well, uh, Bob, Bob, Bobby improved and and the thing with Sadio uh, sorry with Mo sorry um, that first season of his when he scored 40 odd goals I actually think he should have scored more he missed a huge amount of chances certainly yeah, in the, you know in the, in the, I mean because the one, the one thing about Mo and I've not seen in any other player ever in my entire life he gets into positions to score goals better than anybody else I've ever seen. Anybody else I've ever seen. And so he would, he should have actually probably scored more goals than he has, which is a crazy thing to say, considering the sheer amount of goals that he scores. His natural ability to float into space to score goals is is off the charts. Yeah, well, I, went, what I, was, I was actually getting to the same conclusion you came to there, basically. But also, I think... With with Mo, he came into a into a team that was becoming very professional and proficient at what they did. So so it wasn't just like Louis lifting the whole team and you know making Anfield bounce. It 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 was sort of that progression, and we were just getting that steadily little bit better, better, better. And then then the whole team became that upper level. So it's not that one person doing everything. So that's probably why he doesn't have the adulation that it, that someone like Luis Suarez did at the time. I always say um, during thirteen fourteen, I I was excited to see the match and see in what mm. way we 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 would win the three points or win the match. Mm. 
I'm I'm so much more reserved and calm on the club and just tune in to watch us and expect us to pick up the three points. Yeah. It's it's a bit less um yeah, that you know, I, I use the word mythical and I think that's it doesn't have that that fairy tale that um that the Luis Suarez thirteen fourteen season has. So mm. maybe that. Um but it's still weird that we um somebody who, you know, um bit us in the arse and shoulder and neck and wherever um is hailed a lot more than a fellow who just mm. keeps plugging away, keeps doing the business. And yeah. and again, um, saves the season. Yeah, but I also also to add on to the side, I think you know that first season where he missed, he misses he misses these goals every every season. I mean, he should be scoring at least ten, fifteen more, and he seems to miss the easier chances yeah. and nail the harder ones. Yeah, he could have had forty this season. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure on it, but since he. Since he joined us, he's in the Premier League team of the season. Yeah. I don't think he we've yeah. had a player since Steven Gerrard that did that. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. I'm and I'm not even I'm sure Gerrard is in there always. I think so. He's brilliant, but but I think it's a little bit of frustration with the fans seeing him miss the simple ones, <laughs> and then he puts a puts a, a difficult one away. Yeah, and I think that's it. It's like you should have scored that, no. So that's he's, he's frustrated the fans a bit, and then you know, when Salah joined, you had Mane who was like a lot better in this season, world class player to be skinned. He still had Coutinho who Barca wanted because he was playing brilliant, and Firmino was a lot better, and he still was the shining star in that team for that season. So it shows what an impact that Salah did had, and it just seems it's in my opinion he's very underrated, and people don't appreciate how good he is. It's crazy. And I get what you're saying, Eric. Like everyone seems to love Suarez, but man, what has he done? Bet like three players, <laughs> the famous handball in the World Cup against Ghana, and then the racist incident against Evra. I don't know. It's crazy. And Torres as well. Torres is praised yet he left us for Chelsea. And Suarez is going to leave for Arsenal as well. He's a scumbag as well, though. Imagine he went to fucking Arsenal, like you know, playing for top four trophies every year. You know, like we we had a chance to win the league. Obviously, it didn't work out, but we were a lot better in Arsenal at the time. So, I don't know. It's a weird one. I can't get my head around it. Yeah, it 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 might help though that he left and we didn't replace him well, so we we dropped off the cliff again. Um, that also might you know boost whatever he did. Maybe if we had um, if we actually got Sanchez in from Arsenal, um, and uh, oh, he was at Barcelona at the time. Um, if we got him in return and he would put away like 20 and we wouldn't have had a shit season like we had in 15-16 you know things might have been different and we wouldn't have thought that the levels of Louis was was as high as we uh, as we make it out we'll never know right there's a a, a two minutes for you now Cy um Go on. Say it. He's the best in the world. It's best in the world. He's the best, best in the world. We don't do if, but to maybe. Oh, I everyone knows my uh, my favoritism towards my boy Sadio. He's, uh, he's, he's such. What, what, what about the thing about Sadio? And it's much more than the, the, the Mo. Mo scores goals, and it's almost 
metronomic. You can set you can set your your watch by it. You know you know he's got to score goals. What Sadio Mane does, he gets you on the edge of your seat, and I think that's what I love. Yeah, and he he, do, he does it in a way that you know it's boundless enthusiasm and desire to win. And that first season when he he, he pretty much ran the ran he was playing right winger you know before before Sadio before Salah came in, and every time he got the ball I'd, I'd be off my seat watching him thinking he's going to do something nuts like cutting it off the wing and smashing it in the top corner against like he did against Arsenal. That that the the, the bloke lifted Liverpool um, when. He when when we were absolutely searching for a, a dynamic presence to to take us up to the next level, is Jurgen Klopp's first real summer uh, transfer window. You know he goes out, he signs athletic, physical players, and Sadio Mane was brilliant. I remember when we signed him, I was chuffed to bits because I remember watching the game, uh, the, the, the goals he scored against us when he was at Southampton and that ridiculous hat trick he scored for Southampton as well with, with, with the uh, the. The breaking Robbie Fowler's record, and I thought that this is a real player. And every time I brought him up to people, people would say, "Oh, it's Sadio Mane. He, he, he plays for Southampton. He's not good enough for Liverpool." And I always thought he's, he's brilliant. He's 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 a game changer. Now when we signed him, I was shut to bits. And then you had all the Man United fans going, "Oh yeah, he's shit. He's thirty-four million. What a waste of money." Um, and then you had yeah, Everton fans who were saying that Yannick Balassi is even better. And you know, just. It's it's just absolutely crazy. For me, Sadio Mane epitomises the Jurgen Klopp era because uh, he's you know he, he was the first real player that um, Jurgen Klopp bought that was that was genuinely part of his tactic and he he carried the club in his first season and then lifted the upper level and matched the, the likes of Mo Salah uh, in in seasons to come. So for me, uh, yeah, I've got a real soft spot for uh, for, for Sadio Mane and I think. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see him play for us for a number of years to come. He brings something to the side, um, the grit, the, um, the the determination. For some reason, it always feels like he wants to win more than every other person in that side. Um, Drew? Uh, you're not yeah. matching size level, but how do you rate him? Uh, you know what? Uh, um, to me, that front, the front three are all on the same same level. I love them all to bits. So I would, I want them, I want them all to retire at Liverpool. You know, I'll be offering all of them um, uh, extended contracts now. But I was going to say, I, you, you, you mm. offer them a place in your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, my house is too small. <laughs> They're used to luxury. That'll be a step down for them. Um, but you know, um, it, it is, and as Sai says, it, he's the epitome of of this, of the start, the proper start of the Jurgen Klopp era. So when he when he could, you know, identify the players that he wanted, and and Sadio coming in with his megawatt smile, and and he just brought, you know, joy to the team. And um, and I think what this is that desire to to win the ball, you know, to get in front of his player, and and the scariest thing about him to me is, I mean, if you look at Mo Salah, he's frighteningly quick, but with Sadio, he's as quick, but it's his change of pace which throws the um, throws the defenders off, and go from standing to full speed in a blink of an eye, and I think that's what makes Sadio stand out. 
um, and I, uh, I, I just, you can wax lyrical as much as I, I think he's just a fantastic player. And I can't think of anybody in world football I'd want to replace him with. Bring it, you know, we talked about, yeah, you're bringing in Mbappe, but actually I wouldn't get rid of any of them. I'd want Mbappe to come in and join them, like Jota did. Because oh, yeah, I think... Fair, fair enough. Mm. Yeah, so, I, 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 the thing is, I can think of a player that could replace Sadio, and that's Mbappe. I mean, it's the best youngster in the world, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so that's the it's the absolute peak level. But I can't think of a player that brings that grit, that tenacity, that desire, um, alongside his world class, his unpredictability, um, the goals that he scores. I mean, if we talk about something that misses the easy chances, um, and and scores the belter ones. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, Mo is something like that, but I think uh, Sadio is is next level to that. He can he can put it top corner from from forty yards out and then pisses it over while he stands on the, on the, on the goal line. But <laughs> I, that's his shot. That's his, his. That's what I like about him. It's it's unpredictable, and. Yeah, it's the, the the grit, the determination, him dropping deep, winning tackles. I think he's the player that fouls that has the most fouls against him in our side. Uh, but he's also the player that gets the least amount of fouls awarded. That to. is it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's absolutely weird. And and Tom's here, so we're not really allowed to talk about the referees. But oh, that's true. Sorry about that, Tom. Sorry, please forgive me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tom. No, nobody, nobody, li- nobody listening to my last part has said the refs and virus shit. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> no, no, we did. But hey, yeah, here we had to do it. Um, he 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 doesn't get any fouls, and that's a weird thing. I don't. I, I, I don't know why he gets a foul because he looks so strong, but that should be like if he's that strong and he gets fouled, it's definitely a foul because if he was that strong and he, and he falls over, he's fouled. It's that easy. Oh well, <sighs> gets me mad. Um, Tom, you've been quite critical in our in our WhatsApp group over the season on on Bobby. Um. Give us your thoughts. Now you've seen him in the last two months. Have you changed a bit, or? Oh, I, I I love Bobby. Like he's my favorite player out of the the three of them. Like even though I, I do appreciate Salah Mane probably is better, but I I just love Bobby. Like and I remember from his days in Germany, I thought he was unbelievable. Even though he played more as an attacking midfielder, and when he joined us, he had a really slow start. I think Brent Rogers kept playing him on the right wing, and it wasn't working. And then man once clocked him in. Uh, Jesus, he just came in form for us. I think he's so he's probably too good of a team player. He's always looking for that pass rather than finishing. But um, to answer your question, yeah, he has struggled this year. There's no doubt about it. He said it himself. He held his hands up. But to be fair, in the last five games, he got three goals. You know, two assists. Got two goals against United. He also stepped up in a couple of other big games first year in the season, like against uh, Leicester. He got a goal, and against Spurs, he scored that header in the last minute. Um, I do think Bobby will stay this summer. Like I don't, I don't think we'll be selling any of the front three, and the main reason for that is the African Cup of Nations is on next season. 
So I think all three will stay because we'll be losing Sal and uh, Mane for a month. But it'll be interesting to see what we do in the window. Maybe we'll be looking at two. I do. I do think though, um, probably, probably similar to Mane. Like the two of them do seem to run off emotion, similar to the team and Klopp and no fans there must have been crap for them. The the schedule was just crazy. And yes, I can't I can't say much like the bar and ref did let us let us down and Bobby had a lot of crap goals for armpits talking off him. Must have killed his confidence because there was a stage when he couldn't buy a goal. But um I'm hoping from a love for the player that he picks up next season and going by the last five games he's he's more than capable. So I'm hoping on the athletic. And I do think I do think Bobby struggled this season because he feeds off the crowds. I think this playing in front of empty stadiums probably affected Bobby the most. You know, I do really think I mean you saw I think we had that one game in the middle of the season where I think he got two thousand um two thousand fans in. And uh, I just thought, you know, that he was he was a different player then. Scored yeah. a goal, ran all the way to the other a goal. end. Yeah. yeah, ran all the way to the other end of the field to celebrate the, with the fans. And I think, and and you saw it in the last game as well. What you know, how happy he was to play in front of the fans. So I think of all the team, and I think the team struggled because, you know, Anfield is the twelfth man, but Bobby the most. I think he was most affected by not having the fans in there because he feeds off them, feeds off their energy. Yeah, absolutely. Sai, you've you've been to, to the last game of the season. Uh, see, seen seen Bobby do extremely well. See Mane score too. You need to go to matches more often. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will do next week, next yeah. season when when we're back. Yeah, but for um, isn't the the fact that the fans are there that the unpredictability from the tricks and uh tricks and, 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 and things that Bobby tries and, and, and Sadio does. The crowd lifts on that. The crowd well, I, I, I reacts to that and that creates an extra chaos with the defenders. So that's why they look better when there's people in the ground because they are lifted through you know the back heels or the, the sudden movements that, that the two have. All right, and let, 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 let's let's be clear about something, right? Liverpool, more than any other side in the league, have been affected by the fact that there's no fans in the state. There, there's no two ways about it. You know, the way Jürgen Klopp sets his team up, though, the connection that the Jürgen Klopp in particular and the team has with their fans isn't matched by any other team in the country. It isn't. It just isn't. And it never will be. Um, because, you know, Jürgen, Jürgen Klopp is... You know, and, and gendered that and, 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 and put it out there. And Liverpool has always had a special connection with the team. That's why, you know, if anybody is going to have the, the, that, that connection with their fans, it will be Liverpool Football Club. And everybody says when they come to Anfield, it's the hardest place to play. Now, when you take that away, then it automatically is going to have an effect. It's not like Manchester City, who's used to playing in, in, in the middle of a fucking library. And that, that, that's, that's not even slagging Manchester City off. I, mean, I can easily do that. It's the truth. Manchester mm-hmm. City has two or three fans that pitch up and the rest of the tickets is bought by the fucking owners. Um, you know, because apparently they sell out every week despite the fact that you can see swathes of fucking seats um, empty. Yeah, Liverpool, week in, week out, those fans are chanting for Sergio Manning, they're chanting for, for, for Mo Salah, they're chanting for Bobby Firmino. 
and and they thrive off it and they feed off it. And you know, when when the three of them get together and the fans are behind them, they're trying all sorts of weird and wonderful shit, which gets us off the end off the edge of our seats. And it absolutely has had an effect this season. And yeah, if you you know you want to you want to say that it's 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 affected one in particular, Bobby would be that one. I would also argue that. You know, winning in the league last year, he's the one who's been pissed for most of the season since. So you know, because because he, he, he he likes to drink as our Bobby. So it it it's been a difficult year. He's probably suffered more than most. Um, I don't think it will happen again because hopefully next season the fans will be back in from day one. And Liverpool fans, after having eighteen months, two years now without 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 being the in, in in the totality they're gonna have the the roof coming off the stadium every single week you know because you, you you will appreciate it a little bit more and i think those players up top the three of them they'll thrive on it and you know i can easily see us scoring the madness next season uh yeah, i really can yeah you, you and i we, we both um, went to the newcastle game um and and bobby came on and he showed in what thirty minutes, I think, or it felt like thirty minutes. He 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 showed how how much ahead of everybody he is in finding those those pocket of space, getting the ball, getting the twist, getting the turn, linking up, um, and and connecting again and keep connecting and dragging defenders away from where they need to be and. Uh, and even if the defenders are where they need to be, it's just that one flick, that one sudden movement. I mean, um, the goal gets chalked off, but how he does Dyer uh, with the weird handball thingy, um, but how he moves it all game long, um, for me, that was an absolute joy to behold. I think with, um, it, it interests me, out of the three, he's the hardest one to replace because there's yeah. nobody else like him. Now, if, if you're going to replace him, arguably you'd say, you know, he, he Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah, you don't want to replace those, you want to replace Bobby, but who do you replace him with? Do you try and go somebody who's like for like, because I can't think of anybody, or do you go for a a player who, who who's a little bit different, which means that you're changing the dynamic of the front three, and you might need to change one of the other two to get the better, to, to, to get the, the mesh right. So it's a tough one. It really is. It is an absolutely tough one. Um, Tom, this season, we started with Jota. Uh, he played quite a bit in, 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 in place of Bobby. I wouldn't say he did the Bobby role. Um, but he came on and he scored a shit ton of goals. And he looks the part, doesn't he? Yeah, brilliant first season. Like, um, I talk about you look at his stats earlier on. I think he played 30 games first and had 13 goals. Incredible. Yeah, um, really the, good, the good thing about him, like um, as you say, like he's he's not Bobby, but he can play anywhere over the front three. So he's played like centre forward or left wing, right wing, played games, scored goals. Um, class player. I I just I I wasn't convinced by him by Wolves, like um, all the mm-hmm. two of my best friends, one a Liverpool fan, one an Arsenal fan. Actually, a third one a United fan. They were all like, "I'm being stupid. He'd be a brilliant signing," and I was being. Uh, I was more inclined to go for um I can't remember his name, the Watford winger. Ismail Saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they I didn't want the money. How wrong was that? Yeah. Watford, yeah. Watford wanted all the money, though? right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Jesus Charles been a state. He's come I 
100% wrong. And I was so disappointed for him. He just got through his knee. I know he missed about maybe 15 games or something. I suppose that was the season. And you know, after the injury, fair enough, he didn't he didn't look as good in some games, but he still scored goals against Arsenal Wolves and against United. He was immaculate. You know, he was brilliant. And then of course he got another foot injury. Thankfully, Bobby and Manny stepped up. But God, the start of the season, like his, his performance against um, Atlanta, where he scored the hat trick, that's one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. And like a lot of people said, Atalanta was a crap team and all, but I, I swear to God, Atalanta in the Serie A, the past three seasons, they've been scoring 100 goals per season. They're a brilliant side. And we just made them look bang average. And Jota ripped their midfield and their defence to pieces. I think he's incredible. And again, it pains me to say this, but I do think we'll have to maybe tweak the system next year. It'll be interesting to see what centre midfielder we get in. But um, we might be looking... For more hat than midfield and Bobby sort of dropping out and picking up the ball. I think Jada will be starting next season. So well a lot more. I, just, I think he's world class like and great first season. I think he'll continue to strive. Uh, Drew, what do you reckon? Will we see them next season playing the four? Um well, I think yeah, it's it's definitely taken the Fab three and made them the Fab Four, that's for sure. Um you know him coming on, and I think that that has been the biggest thing for me this season. With him coming on, it doesn't drop any of the standards. So you take any one of the front three off and replace them with with Diego Jota, um, you don't get that drop off that you used to get when when you were replacing them. So um, that has been the biggest thing. So you can play three of the four, or you can play all four. It it works. And that and that's the best that's the best part of it really. Um, so you can put put him in with any of the other two or t- any two of the other three, um, and it works. You can put all four in, it works. So it's given us a lot of options up front, and it varies it because he's different to all of the others as well. So every single one of them has different strengths, and but they combine all four well together. So. He's been a fantastic signing, and as Tom said, I was I was a bit the same. I thought he was okay when he played for Wolves, but didn't didn't just stand out as much as he did for us. You know, scored some goals. Was was pacey? Thought he was I thought he was reasonable, but I don't think he was as good as he's actually turned out to be. So I'm I'm extremely oh, pleasantly surprised. Mm. I'm, I'm extremely pleasantly surprised. Absolutely. There is a bit of a theme, though. Um, as 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 Sai said, uh, Sadio Mane. Not everybody rated him. Just a, most thought, yeah, yeah. We'll see. When Salah came, he was a Chelsea reject. He he did all right, but it was the Serie A, and uh, that never translates well to Italy. Uh, from from Italy to England, it's especially Liverpool, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I was the same with Jota. So it's obviously got to do with the analytics that they do on them. Um, yeah. They see the underlying numbers that, that that almost, you know, the naked eye doesn't see. So this, uh, they definitely do their research properly. And I can't say we've had too many flops in terms of uh, transfers. So yeah, I think definitely think it's the underlying numbers that they that they seem to 
properly analyze and um, it turns out well they see yep. value in, they see value where a lot of other people don't that's works for them moneyball isn't it moneyball yeah exactly uh, pep pep landers came on and he said that he feels that on a technical level he's um at the same levels as the the front three it's all about getting that consistency from him um but side you'd say he's been pretty consistent yeah i mean jogo jota he's as as tom you know is very clear i i i didn't see anything particularly special one from him with balls thought he did all right but i wasn't blown away from i didn't see a 40 million pound player there but then I'm not sitting there watching Wolves week in, week out, pouring over mountains of data and statistics. And you know, that's why these guys get paid the big bucks to, to support Michael Edwards and the, and the rest of the team there. Um, what has struck me since he's joined Liverpool is his game intelligence and his movement and his positional sense. Uh, yeah, obviously he's technically very, very, very strong, but it, it's the, the positions that he takes up, the way he floats into space. Um I think is it, it's right up there with with Mo Salah, and, and I watched the two of them, and I think you know, I mean, I think I think Shot is probably slightly more mobile, and, yeah, and, he, and he moves from his positions a little bit more. Um, but in terms of anticipation and positional play, they're both on par with each other, and I, th- I think Shot could be a goal machine in much in the same way that Mo Salah is, given half the opportunity. So it, it'd be interesting to see how we play next season. I think Drew Drew touched upon it there. Um, there'll be occasions where you mix and match the front three. There'll be occasions where all four play together. Um, and I think you could easily, you know, in a, in a season where, you know, you probably, you know, every player could play 35, 40 games each, certainly starting and then coming off the bench, then you, you're not, you're not going to see a drop off. And that, that's only good for Liverpool. Um, we certainly need to augment it slightly. Um, Harvey Elliott possibly, or and I'm sure we'll go on to it a little bit later on. But it's for finally, we've got, a substitute who comes on, there's no discernible drop-off um, within the front three. Yeah, which is, a, which is a relief. Right, so we're all happy then with uh, with Jota. Let's move on to the not-so-happy bit. Um, we had three prior to Jota and this season. Um, we also had Shakiri. And Dorigi is absolute front three players. Um, the Times Oxley Chamberlain this season um, has when he came on, he was mostly used as an attacker. So for this season, for last season, let's judge him as an attacker and part of it. Um, Tom, your take on on them three? I like that we bit there, but if I heard you right, was it a Reggae Shack on Tacky? Or was there another name mentioned? Yeah, well, Taki Minamino, I didn't mention him yet uh, because he's been on loan. So I said uh, Shakiri, Oxley, Chamberlain, and. Okay. Big Divi style. Uh, oh, God. Shakiri and Origi. Shakiri's probably time to go. Um, Origi. Club legend. Brilliant, like just one is the Champions League, let's be honest. Two goals against Barca, goal in the final. He was going to pick up the ball because he didn't realize we were two up, according to Miller, if any's ever read his book. Just sums up O'Reilly, like, but um, unfortunately, I think his time's run out. You know, he, 
a, a bit of rim in the heart there from because of what he did first, like in the Champions League, he got his Premier League medal, and I just think it's the best time for him to go. Shakiri as well. Um, Ox, to be honest with you, I wouldn't really count him as a front three. I'd rather I'd rather Ox playing in the midfield and busting forward. I think he's a lot better. Like I, I think like if you could get Ox fit, and you had like Fabinho and Hendo on, or maybe even Thiago sitting back with one of the two that I mentioned, you know, letting Ox bust forward with that that power that he has, and you know, when he's first season when he's doing it against Man City in the league in the Champions League. I just think he's so much better. So I wouldn't really include him in the front three, being honest with you. But um, like other players could go outside of that, you know. I think Wilson and Woodburn, I think their time's up as well. Um, and our, the guy that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago replaced Reunion, Berlin, hopefully I'm pronouncing it right, but Awani, I don't think uh, we'd be taking him back from loan. I think either we'd be loaning him out or getting rid of him. But a wild card who I would like to bring back and get starting in the front three even as a backup as Elliot. I think the kid's amazing. I tried my best to watch a good bit of Blackburn and he blew me away how intelligent he is like in the age of him playing with proper men and he should be getting bullied but he's not. He's too smart for them. Like he's he's ready to pass and he can hit a goal. I just think sorry to change the subject slightly but I just think he should be the one we're looking at to keep in. And the other ones that you mentioned they're like a rig and Shakiri, get rid of them and keep box from midfield. But that would be my take. Yeah, well, we'll definitely come to a tally it. Um, uh, Drew, let's let's stick with Origi, um, Shakiri, and Oxlade as as a potential front three player. Well, Divock, he's earned his place in Anfield folklore. You know, he's he's a cult hero. He won us he won us the Champions League without his two goals. And you're never going to forget corner taken quickly, are we? No, no, no. no. So, where were you there? Oh, yes, I was. Where were you there? Oh, (laughs) you weren't even watching. You were looking in the other direction, man. (laughs) (laughs) You had had to ask me. I was looking to see the, the, how slow the Barcelona players were getting back into position, <laughs> and the next thing it's, a, it's back in the back of the cock and net, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I had to explain to you how to draw a picture of what happened. Uh, but I did say at the time, I have a feeling that might be disallowed. <laughs> and thankfully well, I mean, it wasn't. Like you said, yeah. it was a corner taken quickly, a riggy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just... Um... Yeah. So, you know, he's, 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 he's a Liverpool legend just for that. And, of course, his, his 95th minute goal against uh, Jordan Pickford. Um, you know, that's that's written his, his legacy into Anfield folklore. He should have a statue. But I agree with Tom. I think his time is up. Um, I don't think, you know, he was great in those first couple of seasons, that that Europa League one. He was fantastic in that, playing up front on his own as that sort of, you know, um, running from deep central uh, attacker. It was brilliant then. Um, And it was, uh, I I just think the, the roles have changed, the way the team setup has changed. It just doesn't suit him as much anymore. Um, and I do think his time has probably come to an end. So I hope he goes to a nice club and has a really successful career. Um, and I wish him all the best, but I do think it's it's time's up for him. You know, that you definitely get a drop-off when he's on the field. 
you hear the frustration you know in the chat when we're watching a game um so i do think it's timed up and the same with with shakiri you know also a little power cube you know he was he was a, he's a good little player but he i just don't think he's done enough you know he's, he's always been that fringe player i don't know i don't you know, well, he was part of one of my favourite goals this season, apart from the Allison one. Was that one where he, it was a clearance? I think Allison passed to him, cleared it. He, he sprinted down the left left wing. You know, his little legs running as fast as they could take him. He, he, he reminded me of Mini Me from uh, <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> and then he and then he and then he curled that cross in for for Mo Salah to just from the weirdest finish. Angle. Yeah. I know, and it was. I mean, that was that was probably until Allison got his header. That was probably my favourite goal of the season. Um, he's he's also been great, but I do think I just don't think he does enough. You know, I thought a couple of games early on in the season where Thiago and and him had a few link ups. I thought, ooh, there could be something here because they're all a little bit different. Yeah, just a buy, but, but it, it, didn't, buy Munich it didn't. Midfield. Yeah, it didn't kick on. You know, it just it sort of fizzled out. So they saw like a spark of something and then it fizzled out. And that's the problem with him. You know, you see those sparks. I mean, even in the going back to the semi-final against Barcelona, he had a pretty good game. Got an assist. You know, um, yeah, apparently he played in a game. Yeah, he did. When um, you there? I was. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> um, you know, so he's had his moments, but but they're too few and far between, and that's that's the issue I think with him. So I also think his time has come to the end. I think they'll they'll probably let him go, and you know I think he needs to be in a team like Switzerland where he's the main man, um, and he's not that. He's a you know, he's a bit part player at Liverpool. So Yeah, I I always think he plays a thousand minutes per season. Uh yeah. too short. Yeah. It's just it's just it's, it's don't think it's ever been above a thousand and it, mm. it, it should be. Well, I you know, Stoke he was the main man and and he played a lot, but he hasn't for us. Um, at the same time though, he is liked within the squad. He's yeah. liked within and I think la- he's a, lazy I think he's a happy... this squad. This squad doesn't take kindly to lazy players. No, I don't it, think he's lazy. He won't be as accepted if he was lazy if he, think, if he didn't try lazy. hard enough. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's anything to do with that, but it's almost like he drifts in and out, you know. And I don't think it's from lack of effort or trying or anything like that. It's just his influence ebbs and flows. You know, you'll have a couple of things of pure genius. And then I'll have a long period of quite ordinary, and and I think that's the issue. Um, I agree with you. He was the exact same at Bayern Munich. He was when Bayern Munich signed him at Basel, and he was brilliant at Basel. I remember watching him against United, like in Europa League and stuff, or the UEFA Cup back then, and he looked incredible. But when he went to Bayern, he had the exact same problems. Like maybe one or two games, he'd be brilliant. And then the next five or six, he'd do not and lose his spot and have to fight to get back. And it was just an ever-ending cycle to end up having to sell him. You know, Inter Milan, he did not. And it's weird too, Stokey, he, he did. He looked the part in it. You know, but maybe that's because everyone else were terrible compared to him in that squad. 
know, the only person I can remember the time playing with him was players like maybe Crouchy when he was done and John Walters and Delaney doing long throw-ins and stuff like that. You know, like Shakiri was the bright light in that team. And he made the step up to Liverpool and forced him. just, I wouldn't, because he has got the skill that was going to say better players. I just, maybe players more suited to the team. I don't think Shakiri has the work rate on him. It's not going to be one of them players going to track back 100 miles an hour like him work their ass up in the wings like Sadio Mane or Bobby. So, He's explosive. So. He isn't fast enough, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because he definitely has the talent. It's just his whole career. Maybe bar for Switzerland. Switzerland's the one international football where he has been brilliant his whole career. But again, maybe that's just the level of things he seems to do better or as Drew pointed out correctly, like 100%. When he's the main man, he shines. When he's not... But he's part of a team with other stars like in Bayern Munich or Liverpool or even Inter Milan. He just he drops off. He loses confidence, loses consistency. I, I think you've got to look at it as maybe a slightly different way. Um, Shakiri has played for Bayern Munich, didn't quite work out for him. He played for Inter Milan, didn't quite work out for him. Played for Stoke, went really well. Played for Liverpool, didn't quite work out for him. Jaden Shakiri, when he plays at his absolute best and his most explosive, is good enough to play for the sides that he's he's played for, right? It's when he has those quiet games and he's not because he's not consistent enough to play at that level on every week in week out. It's noticed much more in a top side. So because you've got those top players around you who are playing that at that level that he played that he plays that for ten games a season, they're playing that for thirty games a season. So when he you know, it's, it's almost like it's a flatter to deceive. That whole big fish in a little pond is 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 absolutely apt for Jordan Shakiri. You go to play for Stoke, he plays 10 games a season where he's absolutely on par with the best players in the league. And that's what everybody remembers because it's a highlight reel. What they don't remember is the 20 games where he was at the same level as everybody at Stoke. And that's the problem. Yeah. So because he's not on TV week in, week out, and he's playing for Stoke, it's hidden. So the 10 games that it is played, it's a highlight reel. It comes up on match of the day. Look what Jadon Shaqiri's done. That's what gets him the moves to Bayern Munich, into Milan and, and Liverpool. But it's also what means that he's only a substitute and a bit part player. Yeah, well, uh, Crystal Palace needs about 75 players next season. So um, if we can just chuck Origi and, uh, and, and check to them. You know, they, they, they've got one... We do that. We do that. They'll probably score against us. So maybe we should send them overseas rather. <laughs> Fucking Christmas. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, Taki Miramino, he couldn't play against us. Um, he's a, he's a, a, a bit of a weird one. I don't think he, he comes because he's played phenomenal against us twice. And the players. At, at least that's the rumours. The players went to club and said, you'd, you know, get this kid, get this one in. But well, he, I watched, you know, I watched some of those early games, you know, those warm-up games from the couple, we only had a short pre-season, but there were a couple of games that him and Bobby played together. And I thought, oh, we've got something here. Because, you know, he moves a little bit like Bobby. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like Bobby Light, you know. Um, and I thought there was a couple of those games where they, they played together, and I thought, you know, we're onto something here. If those two can play together a lot, we, we, we would tear teams apart. 
and then it, and then it just didn't happen in the um, in any of the main games. He just wasn't picked. So I don't know if in training it just didn't, you know, he wasn't the same level or something. But I suppose it was a cheap enough purchase I, to. I do to, think it's it's really hard. You know, the front three are the front three. Mm. They're absolutely, you know, they always they all play four to five thousand minutes a season. They're rarely injured, so they're always capable. So nobody gets a, a freakishly long run. So you get it. Every attacker comes in, comes in cold, needs to perform, and if he doesn't, uh, he moves away. I mean, Chota comes bursting on because he's had a rhythm for the last two, three years. So he he brings that, and uh, well, it's a weird season. So he is, um, uh, you know, that 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 changes it a bit. But I I, I think it's but, but really but hard. was one of the regular players. At um, at Red Bull, so um, yeah, but Red Bull. I mean, the couple of uh, games where he has to play a high level is Champions League, hmm. and in between, it's the Swiss League, it's Austria, isn't it? just, or Austria. Well, yeah. in fairness, hmm. the difference between both leagues isn't that great, um, hmm. and it's all below Scotland's level. So it's it's you know that's. You, you can be really good at that, and then you need to step up. Uh, Haaland goes from from them to uh, to a, to 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 uh, Dortmund. To, to Dortmund, which is just a little bit below, which has a little bit less pressure to instantly um, instantly perform. Mo Salah uh, played at Basel, and he moves. Uh, he, he, he he made the move to, to to Chelsea, which was too big at the time, and he moves back a bit. Fiorentina, Roma, and Enos, and and he's there. So it's really hard to cut a corner um, from such a lower league to to instantly perform, and then also completely taken out of rhythm. Um, when he played two three games for uh, for Southampton, you could see there's an absolute player in there. It's it's been stop start for him. He's been out of out of the side for about a month and preferred Nathan Redman over him. Klopp really likes him and Klopp wants him to succeed. Do we have time next season to have him around? What do you think, Tom? Well, I like to be honest, I didn't know much about him until we signed him and obviously when we seen him in the Champions League and he did look a player. Um and then the one game that stands out is just Palace. He was unbelievable. And then next thing, he didn't play for about a month or whatever it was. And we found out um, he was sold because of height issues, I think it was at the time, because there were so many people out. Defend the yeah. corner, stuff like that. But like, you have to look at it this season. Salah was outstanding. Mane wasn't as good. And for a period of the season, the highlight of Mane's season was not shaking hands with Klopp. And then you have Bobby, who was a ghost for the majority of the season. You know, and Taki couldn't make his way into the team. He, he got sent to Southampton. Good start. He had two goals in his first couple of games, but after that, he, he he got thrown out of the team as well. So, in my honest opinion, if Klopp likes him or not, I think if an offer comes in, um, he'd be sold if a suitable offer comes in. I just I just don't think he'd force his way into this club if he couldn't do it this season. 
considering everything was going on, it was a big chance for him to jump up and he couldn't grab it. Hopefully I'm wrong. Maybe he'll stay, maybe he'll be amazing next season, but I personally, I just I just can't see it. So Unless we can't sign two forwards, maybe we'll keep him, but he'd, he'd be like fifth or sixth choice sitting there with Elliot or someone. You know, He'll definitely be behind the front four of Jada, Bobby, Manny and Salah. So he's, I think as you said, it was a hard jump from maybe too soon, but then at the same time, Taki's 25 years old. Sorry, 26, I think. So he's 27 next year, Christmas, I think it is. So times against them. He can't really afford at this stage to be doing loans and coming back at the age of him. So yeah, got feeling, I think, if a, if a decent offer comes in, he'd be sold, unfortunately. Just hasn't worked. Yeah. Um, so he, he plays in the 7 0 against Palace. Um, he scores the first goal. Did you feel at that point thinking, well, that could be it? This could be his, his, him kicking on. And then he doesn't, I don't think he's played since for us. No, no, I didn't feel that at all. I always felt like um, Minamino was, because uh, cause, cause, A, because of his price tag, um, to went the front line. I mean, don't forget, he's what, seven, seven, seven and a bit million. Even now, you could sell him for, you know, probably double that, even with today's market. Uh I, I liked the lad. I thought, you know, when, remember the two legs he played against us for Salzburg? He was phenomenal. His work ethic and all the rest of it. But is he able to do that week in, week out in the Premier League? Um, physically, I think he's been caught out. I don't think physically he's on par with the guys in, in, in the Premier League. And that, that's just one of those things. You know, he's not as athletic as, as the rest of the guys in the league. And when, if you're not quite as athletic, you can't play at the 11 out of 10 um, style that, he, that, that he, he's going to need to to make his way in, into this Liverpool team I think he's a very good player he's proven that at Southampton I think he's proven that he can uh, occasionally play exceptionally and the rest of the time play you know at mid-table level and I think um, that sort of player flatters to deceive again like Jordan Shaqiri uh, and, and there's a certain value to those sort of players but is he going to make it at Liverpool? No, not for me all right, so um, we'll, we'll flock all of them. Um, we've 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 mentioned the name before because you, you can't get rid of everybody up front except for the front three and and, and Jota, so the front four maybe. Um, we have to uh, get some in. Um, one is is mentioned already, uh, Harvey Elliott, uh, uh, Tom. Take us through it. As you said, you've, you've watched him play a lot. Um, where do you think he's going to be next season? I think he's a wild card. I, I think we'll keep him in the team. I, I just, from watching him, like, he just seems to step above. Like, he's playing with men at the age of him. You know, he sh- as I said earlier, he should be getting bullied and bossed around in that league. Yes, he is tackled a lot, but he's that smart. He, he can avoid it and... I'm just very impressed with how well he uses the ball. Like his true balls are exceptional. You know, they're in the level of like talking Thiago. Obviously, he's not a, a, as good as passer like all round, but the age him, I just honestly think he's incredible. And he's he has that like Manny, like that bust of pace and the really flashy dribbling. You know, like when Manny destroyed Neymar in the Champions League last season, 
Harvey Ellis doing the same. I know he's playing against people in the championship, but for the age of him, he's, he's exceptional. And I do think we'll keep him as a fifth or sixth choice. And he'll be starting for some League Cup games, FA Cups, or if we're beating a team maybe three or four nil with 10 minutes to go, I think he'll get minutes. I think the club will want him involved in that squad and get his confidence up. And I, I really hope we keep him. I hope we don't loan him out again. just think he's exceptional. Real talent. Fair play again to Edwards and Audrey final. Great, great buy. So if, if you would be a Blackburn player, would you advocate us buying him? I would, yeah. I, I, I just think... I, I sort of think if, 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 if there was two injuries next season, say, for example, and or with the African Cup of Nations, I would trust Elliot to play a, a lot of game time for us. I just think he's that good. Like I'm not saying he eats... He hit the ball running, but if he, if he got a couple of minutes in the FA Cup and the League Cup before that African Cup of Nations, he might be fit to start a couple of games first. That's how well I would trust him. I just think he's he's a late player. Not too many people know about him just because he's he's still young playing the championship. And I think he's going to save us a fortune in the transfer market. So if there's any team I'd say like Blackburn, they'd be dying to keep him, but they probably know the time they haven't got a chance in hell. Uh, everyone was so impressed with them. I'm sure the scouts are in Klopp and Edwards as well. Probably can't wait to get the lad back. But again, I suppose it's all right me saying this. It, it, um, it's up to Elliot as well if he doesn't want to be sitting about, doesn't want to play underage football. Maybe he'd be looking at a, a lower Premier League side. And the one we seem to be using all the time is Palace, you know. But I think uh, if he got a move to maybe the Southampton on a loan or Wolves or a team that does play good football, even though Palace might be good, like, you know, for back up to Saha. And I, I just, I really do rate him. I think he'll, he'll have a good career ahead of him. It'll be a I, lot I, of awesome. I, I would, if if we were to loan him out next season, I would love it if we could get a loan deal sorted to an Ajax, a PSV Eindhoven, uh, Anderlecht, um, any of the sides that play in the Champions League and are trying to win their league maybe even um uh, maybe even rages uh how do you how, how do you feel drew where would you put him you know um i i think that that we're gonna you know didoc and uh, shakiri are moving on i do think menemino will probably be sold to southampton i think they're interested in buying him so we're down to kind of four players up front. I, I think he's probably ready to make, he's definitely ready to make the step up into the Premier League. So I have a feeling we might be keeping him in, in the group. I think he's come on in leaps and bounds. Uh, you know, Tom's watched a lot more than I have of, of his, uh, his time in, in the championship. But, you know, what's it, 17? Yeah, seventeen gets folded. His, best best young player of the championship. His numbers I, are insane. I think I think he could have been up there with the best player in the championship. Um, you know, so I think he's ready. I think look, he, he he's not going to get as many minutes as the front three and, and Jossa, but I think he'll get a few fair few opportunities. And I think you're going to want more than just. Two backup players to the front three, so he's he's one of them, and I think we'll probably look at one other, uh, a purchase. 
but I do think it's time to bring him in. You know, if, you, yeah. if you're young, if you if you if you're good enough, you're old enough. You know, what's it? Michael Owen came onto the scene at 18. Trent's been around for three years. You know, he's only 22. Curtis Kirk, is 19. Kirk, yeah, absolutely. 19. There's no reason he can't be playing there at 18. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, Sai, you, you you love them wonder kids on 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 uh, on Football ah. Manager. <laughs> um, do you love them wonder kids in real life as much? I I, I actually can't believe the disrespect from uh, Drew and Tom on 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 Harvey Elliott here. The the, the kid is generational. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally I think he's generational. That's how good I think he is. Um, he's magnificent. You know, we, we signed him at 17 years old. He had a great season, uh, despite his age. Uh, he goes we signed to, him younger than that, son. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, we they, signed him at 16. Um, he he, he beat Everton. He beat Everton. Yeah. And then he goes to Blackburn. You know, he was 17, turned 18 when he was at Blackburn. And to do He's what... He's not 18 yet, as far as I know. No, he is. He's 18 now. Uh, yes. 17 in April, right? What day? What, what, what? You don't always say 17, you know? Hmm. He's, he's oh, yeah, he was, he was, he was, was he? <sighs> Drew. Um, anyway, so, so you know, he, 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 he turned 18 while he's been on, cha- on loan in the championship. He's torn it up completely. Um, the only player who, who was arguably more creative and better is Emi Buendia from Norwich City, who's now being sold for £40 million to either Arsenal or, or Aston Villa when he's six years older. And to be honest, you know, he, he's, he's had a shitload more experience and a season in the Premier League to go with it. Yeah, I, the, I, I think um, Harvey Elliott here is, has not, is, is not getting the respect that he deserves, to be honest. He's he's going to be good enough for the Premier League next season. There's absolutely no two ways about it. He's going to have one of those seasons where, where if he was to play week in week out, it'd be a Shakiri level thing where he plays exceptional, uh, you know, a couple of games and then and then matches the rest of the team for the rest of the season. The difference being is he's 18 and he's only going to develop. The great thing yeah. about Liverpool going into next season is that we will be able to pick his form for him essentially. And, and if we're playing well in the league, we can pick and choose the games that he plays in so that he, he develops and gets confidence in the right way. He'll be playing on the side full of confidence, moving forward, that plays to his skills. I think he'll get games next year. I think you'll probably find that he'll start um, 15 games, inclusive of Cups. So he'll probably start a couple of, you know, uh, five, four, five, six in the Premier League uh, and, 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 you know, all the Cup games, uh, even the, 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 the shitter versions of the, the teams in the Champions League. And then he'll get a shitload of um, of substitute minutes as well. So by the time the year after comes, he's going to be ready to, to make that step up and really challenge for the front three. I think he's going to be an explosive substitute slash um, capable replacement next season. Uh, and, and then the season after, he's really going to step up. You know, when he's just turned 19 years old, that'll be his year where he breaks through. Imagine what he's going to be like when he's 21, 22. The kid is phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, frighteningly good. Um, I I do think this season there's there's bits and parts in the season where we don't see Curtis Jones for about four to five weeks, um, and he isn't injured. He's just being managed, and yeah. I 
I can only assume that that's the plan for Harvey Elliott next season. Um, I'm 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 really anxious to see the kid play. Um, he's, he's got the weird tub bun and everything, and that's um, gone now. The bun. Oh, is it? Oh, it's yeah, a shame. Oh, it's a shame because that I, I, I like the weirdness about those players. Weird what, what, players what, what like I like about him and, and, and Curtis Jones is not only are they phenomenally talented, all the technical skills in the world, they work their fucking nuts off, and you watch yeah, yeah. them. And and they they they're not lazy with it. You know, you get these mercurial talents, and normally a little bit lazy. Neither of them are. They're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. The Jack Wilshers and um, well, we've had a couple as well. Where you think there's, there's talent in there? Um, it's just it's just not enough. At the same time, they're within a squad that doesn't allow that to happen. Jordan Henderson, James Milder in your ear every single day. Pep Linders and. Uh, uh, from 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 the coaching stands, but also Genie Wijnaldum. Obviously, yeah, he's gone now. But you know, they all t- kept getting the, the the levels so incredibly high. Adam Lallana's rated for it highly, more more of an assistant coach or a coach than uh, than actually as a, as, a, as a player. But that this squad, and it, you know, they play. Um, with 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 players that you know, Curtis Jones this season uh, usually played in Genie Wijnaldum's role. Genie Wijnaldum never gives up and always keeps going. Um, so that's that's what you have to match as a young kid. Um, Harvey Elliott, if if you look at Sadio Mane, Mo Salah, they they do the defensive duties as well. Even in the 86th minute, when they when we're four nil up, they can still chuck out a sprint. And, 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 and block a, a run from a, from a, from a fullback. That's what these kids see. This is the level they're judged against. So that can only help and improve these these kids to get, um, you know, consistent pretty quickly. Um, I, I I think the world of him. I think he's a phenomenal talent. He reminds me a lot of uh, Dennis Burkamp when he came through. Um. A similar sense of I want to destroy all of them in front of me. He's he's got a bit of a different demeanor, but the way he's approaching the games and his his you know I, I want to take this game and I want to take the game to you and I'm gonna destroy you as a as an opponent. Um, that's it's really Dennis Burkamp for me, and that's one of the highest praises I can give anyone. Well, if he's if he's as Half as good as Dennis Bergkamp. I think we're in for a winner here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's weird. Um, right, there hasn't been a lot of rumours. Um, I, I, I know, Sai, you really want to talk a lot about about Dhaka, but that's uh, <laughs> the, the only source that's uh, that comes from is a, is, a, is a weird Spanish side. Thank you, Tom. Um, for the people listening, Tom drops like half Twitter in our in our uh, WhatsApp group daily, so we don't have to be on Twitter. It's it's marvelous, and we love him for it. Um, but yeah, Daka has been mentioned as a potential player a bit. Daniel Marlin a bit, not enough for my liking. I really like the player, um, but one that comes up quite quickly, quite firm, is suddenly Rafinha from Leeds. Um, Tom, you know anything about him? 
I, I have I have watched a good bit of them this season because uh, I remember reading the Bobby Welcome to the Club like uh, was the first part, first Brazilian to contact them, and I, I just found Leeds brilliant to um, to watch this season like how attacking they were from a team coming up from the Championship, and I took a real interest in him because uh, his his dribbling is top class like he's one of the best dribblers in the league and. He's a very good pass to the ball. He can actually take set pieces. Great crosser. He has some downfalls, like he's never going to win a ball in there. Um, he needs to learn how to hold on to the ball a bit better. Better hold up play, better laying off. But, like, he's only 24, you know, and he might be a real steal. Like, the quotes going around, obviously, it's all Twitter shit at the moment, but it's, they're quoting about um, 30 million. Like this is for a player who's played thirty games in the league and has nine assists and six goals. Like it's a good return for a first year, so I think he'll improve. He better them numbers next year as well, and I can see him fitting in. The only downside would be like he's he's probably not going to be one to replace like Mane or Salah or even Jota. I I can't see him getting like more than ten goals a season at the moment. He might get maybe fifteen assists, maybe twenty assists. He's, He's a very, he's very similar to Bobby in the sense that he's he's a very good team player, but he can't he can't play that false nine. He's, he he'd be a good option to have if he needs someone that can play either wing. But impressive for a first season. Um, there probably is better options out there. I do think, but he's he's an interesting one. If you can get him for thirty or thirty five million, as I say, yeah, by all means, go for it. Like he'd be a great option to have for that price. But God, the market these days and all, I just can't see Leeds selling them. You know, unless we, I think they'd probably want more than 30, 35, but let's see. But yeah, good. First season, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. He's done great. I also think, uh, just to expand on yours, Tom, uh, I do I do think um, Leeds will want to keep him. So I don't think the rumored 30, 35 million that people are saying is what they'd accept. I think they'd put a one of those figures that everybody else would bulk out. So I really, I really don't, you know, he's a good player. I think he's quite quick as well. I think so. You know, I think he would fit in, but I just, I just don't see us paying the money that Leeds are going to ask for him. That's my opinion, anyway. Yeah, Drew is he is twenty four. That is the age bracket or the age where we bring in. Sadio Mane, we bring in Mo Salah. Yeah. Um, if you look at the squad now, we've got a lot of 20-year-olds-ish yeah. and a lot of nearing 30. Um, yeah. So there's uh, a gap uh, in between. Uh, he, he, would... he does fit in that age group, but I just I just feel that I don't think we're going to pick him up for 30 million that, that has been banded about. I think Leeds would probably be double that figure because they'd want to keep him. And I'm not sure agree, we're going to... I'm not sure we're going to Fork out seventy million for him. That's my. Yeah, I, I would say they'd be looking around fifty. To sell, especially to sell another like a Premier League rival. I know they're not a top four side, but still, you don't want to be selling your your best players. The high teams finishing above you, you want to be keeping on your stars. So they'd be thinking themselves mm-hmm. like, yeah. At, at the same time, million. at the same time, um, they've spent a lot of money coming up. They've had some. Uh, uh, not sure if they had some FFP issues, but it, it, it was definitely something in in the financial area. Um, so they might be tempted to, uh, you know, cash in on 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 
on a player. They got in for just one season. Um, it's it's ah. it's a pretty neat return on investment as well. Yeah, it might be, from but I think I think their ambitions are a little higher than staying in the league. You know, I think they're quite aggressive with their ambitions. So I have a feeling they're going to be, you know, they want to be top, you know, I think they want to, I think they're aiming for Europe next year. So they'd want to keep to keep those kind of players. I, I seriously think they're not looking at, oh, we can make an extra 20 million on this guy or whatever. I think they'd, they'd probably say, Put a big put a big price on him, and, and you know, yes, but yeah. it would allow them. It would allow them for uh, for some extra investment. Yeah, but it, that's why I say I don't think thirty thirty five does. Seventy might, and if someone's willing to pay seventy, they say, okay, thank you very much. Yeah, I that's, that's... Hmm. And I think that's that's the difference. So I think they've got ambitions of of Europe. Um. You know, and and, and returning the, getting return on an investment that way. Um, so yeah, I can't see them letting him go for thirty million. Right, fair enough. Um, say si, your take on Rafinha. Uh, it's an odd one for me. Um, I think I think for all the reasons that you guys have already mentioned. One, I don't think Leeds would sell him for the price that's been quoted in the papers. I think thirty million would be considered a bit of a steal. Um, if it was 30 million, there'd be more people all over him. Two, I don't think he's the level that Liverpool need. Uh, or, 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 and I don't think he'll ever be at that level. You know what I mean? I, I look at um, Harvey Elliott, and Harvey Elliott's probably only about 12 months behind him. And yet yeah, there's six years difference in age. Uh, so <laughs> for me, it would be an, an, an odd signing. I don't see it happening. I think maybe it's a bit of a red herring. We've probably got somebody else in the often, uh, and we use them as a smoke, as a smoke screen. That that's what it smacks off to me. No doubt he's a good player. I just don't think he's Liverpool level. No, oh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, then, as usual, um, Arda to run is linked with us. Um, Tello <laughs> Tello is linked with us. Um, as always. Um, he was coming back again. But, oh, I, I think I think Michael Loudrup as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he seems to be uh, quite a decent player. Uh, would be nice if we're in for him. Um, if it's nineteen twenty, I I do have to ask: Would you take Philippe Coutinho back? I I know it's weird. It's it's a shit rumor. Uh, the total idea behind it is wrong because as as side WhatsApp uh, uh, earlier. Um, we don't have any debt with Barcelona, or Barcelona doesn't have any debt with us because some some company paid it off. We all we have all the Coutinho money, um, so there is no brushing any debt off or anything. But um, they do are desperate to get rid of him. Um, so would you would you would you have him back? What the fuck? <laughs> right, fair enough. Not to put too fine a point on it, the dirty little snaky bad back bastard <laughs> can go and find himself a big ditch and throw himself into it headlong and I hope he breaks a leg and can't climb the fuck out. Um, I've got no time for him whatsoever. He's reaped what he's sown and I'm absolutely chuffed to bits that he's miserable as fuck and he's failed in everything that he's done since he left Liverpool so he can go to get the fuck. Right, 
That's fair. Um, Luis Suarez, would you have him back? <laughs> um, no. Right, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. Tom, same questions. Would you have Coutinho back? Nah. Even though, like, I, I was his biggest fan, you know, uh, before Bobby, like, I just loved Coutinho. I thought he was brilliant. But, listen, he's been gone fucking, what, four years now? Like, he's three seasons at Barca, Bayern. Oh, hasn't really hit the ground running anywhere, you know. It, it, it's so weird, though. He's won everything in Barcelona. He's won, you know, he went to Bayern Munich, won a Champions League, won the Cup of America for Brazil, but he still looks miserable on the pitch, and I just think his time's up. You know, it's a weird, he's having the worst seasons of his life, but he's winning everything at the same time. It's it's odd, but his time's passed. And that's it's brilliant, isn't it? Look at his it face. So Look at his face. Look, Look how fucking miserable he is. Yeah, I, I would say I would say he he's dying to get back to Liverpool. God, he jump out of time. Apparently, like there was a lot of teams from England. I think Spurs was the big one, and Arsenal were looking at him last year. And he, I don't know, it could be shite, but apparently he wouldn't go to them. He wanted to go back to Liverpool, and we were like, nah, you know, I don't think Klopp would take him back. He burnt his bridges, all the fucking faking injuries with his back and all, and it killed me a lot when he did that because I loved him as a player, but nah. Fuck it, it's done. He can stay in Barcelona and fuck off to Brazil or wherever he wants to. Fair enough. Would you have Luis Suarez back? He's av- nah. available on the free. Nah. Right. Nah. I, I think he's signed an extension with Atletico. I'd, I'd rather have stayed at Atletico because um, probably I'm being a cop again, but Barca got rid of him and then he was one of the top scorers in La Liga, won the Liga to Atletico. It was fucking brilliant. So it was slagged off the president's and even Coleman, he had a couple of digs at Coleman as well after he won the league, and I was just delighted for Suarez. Even though he's a scumbag himself in theory, but he's a great footballer, and let him continue his career at Latico. He fits in there brilliant, so he does under Samuel. Yeah, couple of cunts. That's where cunts play. Um, Drew, same question. Would you have Coutinho back? Nah, I think that ship sailed. Um, yeah, I've thought, thought about it. Uh, is it worth having him back if he's free or something like that? But I don't think so. I think, you know, if you look at it, when he left, he sort of took that big leap forward as a team. And and his game doesn't suit us anymore. You know, everything was through him. Now it's not. We don't have that one focal point anymore. It's the team. And uh, I think he would disrupt it. So, no, I wouldn't have him back. Right, fair enough. Well, now, he's 29 or so, so, something. So, and he's also at that yeah. age where we wouldn't we wouldn't invest in him. So, no. Oh, Louis, no. Louis, 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 what? 34 now. <laughs> Enjoy his time. Enjoy his retirement at Atletico. No, I wouldn't have him back. I loved it. I loved the time he was with us. You know, it was all too fleeting. And I would love to have had him longer, but yeah, that was it. He's gone. It's over. So now I wouldn't have him back either. Right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, what about you? I could be tempted on on Philip Coutinho. I could. Fuck be off. I could be tempted. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, so, you know, tell him to fuck. Tell him to fuck off, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I I could I could be tempted. I think. He's, fuck he's, off. I think he's 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 been humbled enough. Snakey um, Max, snake face. Sigh, sigh. Tell tell Eric to fuck off. 
Fuck off. <laughs> I could be tempted. I wouldn't have Luis Suarez near the club ever again. Not even not even taking selfies in front of in front of the cup. I don't even want him to play in the fucking legends. Um because he simply isn't. He's had a one mythical season and for the rest he's been worse than everybody Cy hates. Um so yeah, no. Uh, Suarez is an absolute categorically never. I could be tempted on Philippe. But um, apparently that's uh, not happening in this transfer committee. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll happily swerve him. I do want us to, to have a serious look at uh, Dunyo Marlin and uh, do do something funny with uh, Cody Kakpo where we buy him now <clears throat> and loan him back for a season. Um, um but I'm, I'm I'm jumping the gun here because uh, we are going to wrap this up for a bit. Uh, we've ended every pod so far uh, asking what you would do with with with, with the lineup um, and what do you think Klopp will do. So uh, uh, let's let's stick with that. Um, Sai, what would you do? Oh, uh, tough one. I I think we need something through the middle. So. I'm not going to say Dakhe. I'm not, I'm not going to say Dakhe because you know that's what everyone's expecting. The reason I like Dakhe is because I'm, he, he, he's really good on football manager, and I like to say Dakhe, Dakhe, Dakhe. There's, <laughs> I don't really know an awful lot about him outside of that, to be perfectly honest. Um, I do think we need something through the middle. Um, what that would be, uh, to be honest, is it, right now is beyond me because uh, I've not watched an awful lot of football over the last 12 months, except for Liverpool. Um, but, you know, I'm sure the transfer committee have got something there in mind. Uh, the, the, the only other player that I would like to for us to take a look at, and I think we have done in the past, is uh, Jeremy Doku at Anderlecht. I think he, he, he could, um, I think he's going to be an absolutely top player. And uh, that that would be one to be, to be really starting to, to, to court going into the, in, into the years ahead, whether it would be this year is, is, is unlikely. Uh, front three we've got uh, Jota will, it, it means that we don't drop off a level and Harvey Elliott you know, those five make me happy maybe one more through the middle to, 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 to balance it out Yeah would you have I know it's not Klopp's, you, Klopp's way but would you have like the very class tall striker that we chuck on for the last five minutes to, to, to do a breakthrough like Doing an Allison. Yeah, um, the, the, those players are too far, few and far between, to be honest. If you have a Olivier Giroud, then that works. But anybody else in the, in the world that's like Giroud, there isn't. Um, you know, he can come on and score a header. And the amount of crosses that we throw in, the likes of Andy Robertson and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, you've always got that chance. But you're not, you're not going to get a player like Giroud very often. Um, and who who else is there really who can do that? Who's going to score a, a header in the big games uh, in in the in the last minute? I just don't see it happening. So I I, I wouldn't even know where to begin to look for a player like that. Chris Wood. Nah. Right. I'm, fair enough. You know, we're, 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 talk, we're talking about we're, a player we're talking, who can we're t- affect games at top level. Chris Wood. Talking players, not Chris Wood. <laughs> uh, fair enough, fair enough. I'm just chucking in a name like that gives you an idea of the type. 
Yeah, but that's different. There's a type of player. And then, you know, I mean, Chris Wood reminds me of, you know, Billy Jones, who plays for the Dog and Duck on the corner on a Sunday. Yeah, that, that, that sort of big bustle and strike, he just does it at a higher level. Olivier Giroud is world class at that. There's just nobody else like him. And, yeah, it's not like we can go out and get a Peter Crouch, who, who was probably similar to that. No, not for, not for me. Right now, I, I just don't see that sort of player around. Right, fair enough. But you would be, if there would be a player like that, you wouldn't would be against that. it at all. Yeah, fair enough. Club isn't. That's that's fair. We've 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 known that for for quite a bit now. Um, what do you think club will do with the front? Uh, Harvey Elliott, I think is 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 a shoe in. I think he loves Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott, um, Jota. You've got the front three. I do think he'll go out and buy something else up top. But it'll only be after it'll be a madness. We've bought Canate. We've probably spunked our our spare cash there, um, and we'll only buy somebody else now when we sell. Right, fair enough. We haven't talked about that bit, um, but uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Tom, what would you do, and what do you think Klopp would do? Um, I think the front four of Jada, Bobby, Manny, Salah. I expect the guys to play a lot better like Manny and um, Bobby next season. So then four definitely be cap. I do think we'll keep Harvey Elliott behind them, but I think stay spot on. Like they'll get a lot of Harvey will get a lot of game time. Um, there is a lot of players out there though. I'd love to I'd love us to look at maybe Martinez from Inter. He's the only player I can think of that's similar to Bobby. His work rate is unbelievable. But he's, like he works so well with Lukaku. His defensive contribution. It's unbelievable his passing. You know, we got 17 goals and 10 assists in uh, about 40 games last year. I think he's one to look at. Um, Malin, as you say, Eric, he's a, he's a very young lad. Like, again, I think he got near enough 30 goals and assists last season as well. Yep. And there's also the lad from Sporting Lisbon. We could look at Calvis, I think he's called. Calvin, yeah, yeah, we were um, We talked about him in, uh, in a midfielder's pod. Uh, well, the only thing is with him, that's fair enough, but he can also play the right wing, the white wing, sorry, so that's two positions he could jump in and out of, and he has played centre midfield as well. So if you go for someone like him, who's probably only worth like 30 or 40 million, it could save you a lot of money. If I had my way, um, I would love to go for Sancho. I just think he's unbelievable. I think he's so, so good, and he could... He could start first tomorrow. I really do think that he's he's so special, and I hope Southgate isn't a complete tit and actually plays him at the Euros. You know, like as I said in our defensive pod, like before it started, we were on about Sancho having a bad season, but at the same time, like he's had 15 goals this season, 20 assists. You know, he, he stood out in their German Cup final the last couple of games when Dortmund were fighting for top four. He stepped up, and the kid's only 21. Like he's a complete baller. Um. One wild card I'd like to throw out if we are looking at a host of players. Andre Silver from Frankfurt is brilliant as well. 30 goals and 10 assists. Like he moved from Milan, like he wasn't really rated by God. He came late this year, like he's very, very good. Maybe the lack of pace, but like if we're looking for a top forward who can finish and good team player, good worker, brilliant in the box, he's one to look at. Um, but yeah, I think it's the front four that we spoke about, Keaton Harvey Elliott, and I'm really interested to see um, who we buy. I do think we'll get one in, but it'll just be interesting, you know. 
it's, it's, I suppose it all depends on money and who's available. But there's a lot out there, and I know we're taking the piss, but Daka is actually, if you look at his stats from the past two seasons, he's exceptional. Like 34 goals this season, 27 goals last season. Maybe he's one to look out for. I don't know enough about him, but yeah, the thing is, the thing, the thing is with with those type of players, um, I I told everybody I knew Depay wasn't going to make it at United. Because, yeah, he was good in Holland and he had great numbers, but he relied on his pace, his power. Um, and then you're suddenly up against Premier League defenders who are also all about pace and all about power. So he, he couldn't outmuscle them and he couldn't outrun them. And then suddenly his, his he wasn't technically smart enough to, to to do the business. So that's a thing I worry with Laka. I think he's a, he's a pretty strong lad. We've seen him uh, play against us, um, and he and he was good. But he 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 is a lot about you know being really strong, and being being up against the Ben Mees of the world. But every week, I I think it's really difficult um, to get you know so to to, to predict at least. Well, oh well. Um, Drew, what would you do, and what do you think Klopp will do? Well, I think both myself and Klopp will keep obviously the front floor with Jota. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the, the existing front three or the original front three will will get extended deals. So I think we're going to keep them for a while. Um, I definitely Harvey Elliott. I think he deserves his chance. Uh, I definitely think we're going to be keeping him this time. I think his year at, at Blackburn has been fantastic for him, and I think he's ready to make that step up. So he's the fifth choice. I do think Divock and Shakiri are on their way. Um, probably uh, Minamino. He's probably off to Southampton. So we're kind of a bit short of backups in the front if they do all disappear. So I definitely think we'll get someone in. Who that someone will be, I don't really have a clue. Um, so I can't really comment on what Klopp would do there. So I also think he's going to get rid of Divock, Serdan, and, um, and Tegun. Yeah, Minamina. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think five up front is probably a little light. So we'll probably need another person there. I know Ox can fill in, but primarily he's a midfielder, uh, particularly with Ginny now leaving. Um, so, yeah, I think there will be someone. Um, sign him, Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I think the nations is on, so we'll be losing money and Salah for a month. So. Yeah. No yeah, yeah, that that is a big thing. Um, you know, that that's going to happen in January. Uh, I can't believe they put it back in January, the idiots. I don't know why they can't do it at the same time as the Euros. Temperatures. Fuck off. It's winter. <laughs> it's winter. Uh, do it in Southern Africa. It's like in winter. It, it wasn't in South Africa, though, was it? Well, I said do it in Southern Africa. I didn't say oh, South right. Africa. Hmm. Oh, you know all about that. Yeah. There's quite, a few con- there's quite a few countries in Southern Africa, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just... What do you think Club will do? 
I, I think he'll buy another forward, but I can't say who. Um, and I do think he'll get rid of Mina uh, Mina uh, Shakiri and uh, Big Divi. So I think we're going to need someone. And I agree uh, with Sarah and Tom. I think we need someone who's a little bit different. Maybe more of a target man. Uh, I hate to say it, but someone like Harry Kane fit in quite nicely. Wouldn't buy him though, because he's a miserable shit, but he'd fit in quite nicely. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, why, why would we possibly buy him when you've got Bobby Firmino already there? We wouldn't buy him. We wouldn't buy him, but I think he'd fit in. Oh, fair enough. In that case, I, th- I think, you know, Lionel Messi would fit in. <laughs> no, he's too old. <laughs> 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 I don't think he'll take kindly to training with Bo- with Robo every day. Um, all right, uh, thanks. Um, I would go all out for uh, Mbappe. It's no questions. It would be uh, I'd put my house on the line and everything throw throw at him. Um, and I think FSG has been working on uh, getting him interested in the project. Um, he, he loves Jurgen Klopp. His English is perfect. Uh, we, we bought Canate to, to, to speak French to him in training. Um, <laughs> but if his English is perfect, why doesn't he speak French to him? Oh, you, you love to speak English now and then. No, 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 just, just your mother tongue. Now and then. Just to make him feel, yeah, just to make him feel at home, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They go the, out the, and have a bit of fun. If you get him on a free next Yes, okay. now, now go away, I'll taunt you a second time, you English son of a pig dog. And they want to have their baguettes in the morning and the croissants and, and, and you know, just enjoy life. Um, that, that schwad of hivre. So I would go all out, I would give, uh, and I would get in uh, Donio Malen as well. Um, I wouldn't go for a plan B type of strike. I would go full out, just six perfectly plan A type of attackers. We already have four. And I would add Marlon and uh, and Mbappe go for all competitions. Um, and as 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 a thing of buying Marlon, I would send Harvey Elliott their way um, because I think that's one of the best places where he can learn his trade even more and really add something with European games being a starter for a, a, a group of players that wants to win the league. I think that that'll help him. Um, I'm fine. I don't think Klopp will do it, but that's what I would do. Um, that uh, would you, would you go for Mbappe this summer when he's free next summer? You know, like I, I could have said Highland as well, but you have to think like the release causes are next summer. So would you not? Would you not be better waiting until next summer? So there's a good chance Real Madrid can't afford a meter. So the second. Yeah, but I, but I want to win. I want to. I, I want to win uh, four trophies next season. And spending money on Mbappé um, gets me a lot closer to that goal than waiting for a year. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, how, how nice would it be if we could actually manage to get the quadruple in before uh, Guardiola does it? And uh, after that treble uh, that, they, uh, that they're so happy about. Um, yeah, really. Really, really lovely. Um, what right. Trouble? Sorry? What trouble? Yeah, something happened once, a while ago. Um, <laughs> thank you, Sai. Thank you, Tom. And thank you, Drew. It's been an elaborate pod. Um, thanks, guys.
Thank you. It's been fun. And who knows, maybe Ben Davies is another attacker. Ta!